Hello and welcome to the Beyond Net Zero Journey podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas and this is my lo-fi audio diary and collection of random tips podcast to help others follow my journey of taking my business to Beyond Net Zero. Now we cover the big stuff, we also cover the small stuff and this episode is about one of my little side projects for reducing our and my carbon footprint. I am a massive fan of books. Books got me through my childhood. Uh, They put me to sleep every night. I've written five books on e-commerce and become a bestseller on Amazon. I've recorded audio books. I've read countless business books over the years. And I wanted to see how books can be better. So with the books I've written, we focused on Amazon as the distribution channel because it's the one you can optimise. It's the one with all the traffic. It's relatively straightforward, if highly confusing place to sell books. And on our podcasts, guests regularly recommend books and we have authors on as guests. And currently we link all of that to Amazon. However, Amazon is not great on the carbon front. And if my piles of unread books and Kindle app full of unread books is anything to go by, they're not great at encouraging mindful buying either. I've bought a lot of impulse purchases rather than books I'm actually going to read. So I want to improve how I sell my own books, what platforms we promote for my books and on the podcasts, and how I buy and consume books myself at work and at home. So I'm going to take you through where I've got to on this. So we're going to talk about best places to buy, best formats to buy. Should you be doing ebook, paperback, audiobook or something else? And then I'll summarise with my approach to what I'm reading now and what I'm promoting now. So here we go. Let's start off with best places to buy. In the UK, we now have two brilliant B Corp booksellers. So, you know, when they're a B Corp, you know they're doing good things for the planet and for humanity. Um, one of those is World of Books, which you'll find at wob.com, and they sell physical books. And the one for ebooks and audiobooks is zigzag.co.uk, spelt with X's. So, X I G X A G.co.uk. They also do X Books, which is a combined audio ebook experience, which is kind of cool. Both are B Corps. Both are run by awesome people who I'm working hard to get onto the e-commerce master plan podcast. And in fact, I have recorded an episode with one of the co-founders of ZigZag. And they would be, both businesses are great to deal with and would be worth buying from even without the sustainability angle. And whilst they're both UK focused, they do supply people in other countries too. However, neither have the full range of Amazon yet, so you might still need to buy from there occasionally. So, two great places if you're in the UK and quite possibly if you're overseas to get your ebooks, audiobooks, and your physical books from World of Books, WOB.com, and zigzag.co.uk. So, what format do we buy? Well, this is a little bit of a of a tricky one to work out. Should you be doing an ebook, a paperback, or an audiobook? What is the best option for the planet? So, my research comes out as follows. 
if you want links to these uh, these places I found these stats, let me know. I'm not going to fill the show notes up with a load of links to uh, to re- research, but if you want them, get in contact and I'll send them over. So paperbacks. According to How Bad Are Bananas by Mike Berners-Lee, and based on a regular paperback where 60% of the stock gets sold, it's about one kilogram of carbon per book. Uh, according to a research project by Wiley, it is about 2.7 kilos per book. And I've seen other numbers, partly depending on which country someone's in and whether it's being printed and produced locally or overseas. So there's a, there's a fair, fair bit of variety in the level of carbon of a paperback. So I'm going to take the 2.7 kilo number uh, into my reckonings. Ebooks and audiobooks, even more complex. According to ZigZag, their ebooks and audiobooks have 0.21% of the carbon impact of a paperback. So they're definitely a better format to be consuming on that basis. Uh, you're not, you know, no tree got cut down. It didn't get um, transported around the globe to you. There was no last mile delivery piece. Uh, yeah, and, and they're a lot lighter generally to carry around with you too. But the hardware. An ebook reader, such as a Kindle, is 168 kilos of carbon in its production. That's equivalent to between 62 and 168 paperbacks based on those uh, carbon numbers for paperbacks I read out earlier. So if you read an awful lot, you will relatively quickly offset your ebook reader, but it's not a straight division because there is carbon in the ebook itself. Not a lot as it gets downloaded, but there is key carbon in that ebook or that audiobook. Plus, um, some other stats I saw are that the design phase of a book, so the writing, the creation, the proofreading, the typesetting, and all the rest of it, which happens for ebooks as well as for, for paperbacks, designing the covers, all that kind of stuff, is at least 9.6% of the environmental impact of the whole book. So that comes into there too. My solution to this bit of bit of complication is don't buy an e-reader. Use a device you already have and use. Um, I use my phone. Uh, to consume ebooks and audiobooks. So that's one way of massively reducing it. Don't go out and buy a specific ebook reader. Use the device you're already using for other things, which will, of course, has to be a better use of carbon. Then let's throw another curveball in here. How about second hand? If you love physical books, why not get circular with it all? Why not buy second hand? rather than buying new books. Uh, World of Books, Wob.com, are specialists in second-hand books. They also sell new books, but they are very good at second-hand books. And they save about 26,000 tonnes of books each year from being sent to landfill. So you're using carbon that's already been produced. You're, you know, if you're the second person to read that book, you've halved the carbon impact of that because it's now been read twice. So second-hand paperbacks are a great thing to be doing as well. Now, what I should also say here is that whichever format you're going for, reading in general, whether you're going brand new paperback, you're going ebook, you're going audiobook, you're doing it on a specific ebook reader, it's still a pretty low carbon impact leisure time activity. So if you get 
so much more out of reading a paperback than an ebook. If you find your your ebook reader is essential to your enjoyment of books, then it's not the worst thing in the world to carry on doing anyway. So what's my new approach based on all of this uh, that I've discovered uh, in terms of what I'm actually reading? Well, the first thing I've done is I now have a to read list rather than a to read pile. So I purchased the book as I'm ready to read it rather than having piles of books around the office and the house and in the, you know, the, the ebook reader app of stuff I might read at some point. So I'm not stacking up my list in terms of actual ebooks and actual books. I've just got a list of things I'd like to read. So when it comes around to, oh, I need something new to read. I'm getting on the train next week. What am I going to read? That's when I organise the actual book. And I mean, to be fair, you've probably already realised I have quite a backlog to get through as well. So I'm trying not to go, oh, that's interesting, purchase. I'm trying to do, oh, that's interesting. Let's add it to the list, add some some, uh, context, and then I may buy it in the future. So I'm reducing the number of books I read. That's kind of my first thing. Fiction. Um, now, on fiction, the fiction front, I prefer ebooks because I can carry them around really easily. They're there when I need them. Um, and because I'm reading it on my phone, the carbon impact is a lot lower than a paperback. So, on the fiction front, I'm trying to read up my library of Kindle ebooks, first of all. New books, so, you know, book club or recommendations or favourite authors, that kind of thing. I'm either going to be buying that ebook on Zigzag from now on. Or if they don't yet have it because they're a new business and they haven't yet got all the publisher agreements in place, then I'm aiming for a second-hand paperback via World of Books or Amazon if World of Books don't have any second-hands in stock. On the non-fiction front, I prefer paperbacks. I like the physical book. Um, somehow it goes into my brain better if I read it on, in a physical format. And then I can write all over it. And quite often with the non-fiction things, I'm using it for social media posts and that sort of thing as well. So having the physical one there to take a photo of is never a bad thing. So as of now, I am aiming to only buy second-hand paperbacks to you know fill my non-fiction needs. I'm aiming to buy those on World of Books and if I really want to read that book and I can't wait for World of Books to have it in second hand, then I will go to Amazon and if they don't have it in second hand, I will go back to World of Books and I might allow myself to buy it brand new, depends on the book. Then the other thing I'm doing is I'm recycling. So World of Books are also Ziffit, which is an awesome tool for selling your secondhand books and giving someone else the chance to enjoy them or selling your new books. In fact, you simply scan. They tell you how much they'll pay you. They'll, you can send it back to them. Once you parceled it up, they'll pay the postage and away that goes and you get a little bit of cash back and someone else can enjoy that book. So I've cleared out my office of things I'm never going to read again. And I will be, I think probably every three or six months, I will do another one of those clear outs and send more things back to um, to Ziffit. So as someone else gets to enjoy them rather than that lump of paper, cluttering up my world and being of no use to anybody, quite frankly. So yeah, recycling is a great extra step to bring in to your book consumption habits. And, oh, you know, and of course, recycling could mean passing it on to someone you know is going to like and enjoy reading that book. Uh, Okay, so that's my new approach to what I'm reading. My new approach to what I'm promoting 
is along similar lines. Uh, so we are in the process of switching on the podcast to linking to World of Books and Zigzag rather than Amazon whenever we can. And we're going to start going through the back catalogue of recommendations and making those changes too. We've changed links to the paperbacks for my books to go to World of Books instead of to Amazon. But um, I haven't yet struck a deal with Zigzag to get my own ebooks and audiobooks onto their platform because, you know, I've only got I've got five. They don't sell a huge number of units, so it's not high on their priority list. But I'm chatting to them about it. So we're seeing if we can get those over there. But for the time being, those are only being sold on Amazon and Audible. Plus, I'm going to encourage you all to check out Zigzag right now, because if you go to zigzag.co.uk forward slash master plan, you will get a lovely special deal when you sign up to Zigzag. So noisily, I'm promoting World of Books and Zigzag wherever possible uh, and making the point of these are the, you know, this we should be thinking more about our book buying. But I can't fully move over yet because not all the books are available in those places. So there you go. There's some thoughts on how you can change something as simple as your information consumption to make it better uh, for the planet um, and, and kind of create more space in your house when you do that recycling element as well. You can find links to those services I mentioned in the show notes. And that is it for this little update. If you've got questions, something you'd like us to cover, or you want to tell me I've got something massively wrong. If you've got a different perspective on audiobooks and ebooks and what we should be doing, or, uh, you know, if you know, if you're overseas and you've got some awesome recommendations for where people can get their audiobooks, ebooks, and paperbacks overseas, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. This is a learning journey and all. All additional opinions and challenges are greatly welcomed. So um, thank you so much for listening.